Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. Hey, hi, hello everyone, um, welcome, <laughs> or I'm welcome, I don't know who's welcome, <laughs> let's welcome each other. Um, so, uh, uh, it's back to school, <laughs> um, la rentrée, uh, so I'm happy to be here and to see uh, you again. Um, I, I had not seen the park since uh, the wind blew, and uh, well, it was a little bit of a shock as I, I walked across. I know some of you probably now are used to it, like it's the new version of it, but it's uh, it made me uh, sad. Uh, the, the, these dear trees, huh? Many have been uh, damaged. Wow. I'd, I'd actually seen it on TV, I think, or so somewhere. Uh, but I had not uh, walked through, through the park. Um, so we're here for an hour and a half to practice uh, meditation and to talk about the practice. And uh, because it's kind of like... Uh, the beginning, a new beginning, you know, in a way. Uh, I thought it could be good to say a few things that are, um, that I, I, I you know, uh, there's a few things that I say often at the beginning of retreats when become, people come to uh, uh, be together for a few days of uh, silence. And uh, it just seems like it could be useful to bring them here as we might see each other uh, this, uh, this fall for a few times. Um, so first, wanting to really welcome everyone in, um, uh, in, uh, in each of our um, individuality, you know, in, in what, uh, in our personal stories. Like whoever we are here, like this person, the group is welcome, but as an individual, whoever we are is absolutely, uh, the whole of it is absolutely welcome. And so there's specific things that might be uh, good to name. So whatever your mother tongue is, you're welcome. Whatever your uh, skin color or um, the story of your people, your, your culture uh, that you belong to or come from, your heritage, whatever your uh, gender or gender expression is, is absolutely welcome here. Age, sizes, uh, sexual orientation, uh, and the different ways that we uh, also, the different ways that we have to cognize the world. So like the cognitive diversity is also part of uh, what happens here. So if you come here uh, and you're, um, 
you know, your experience of the world is uh, somewhat or a lot uh, colored by trauma or mm. depression mm. or anxiety or whatever else is, uh, is part of the experience here of what we, uh, what we, uh, what makes us who we are, you know. And so uh, this is uh, absolutely welcome here. So that's one thing. Another thing uh, that could be good to mention is that uh, what we're going to do, this practice of meditation, of mindfulness, this exploration of the human heart or psyche, is only possible in the field of generosity. And so it's good to know that we're entering such a field. So generosity takes many forms, but one of the forms I know for sure is that... uh, uh, Yoga in the Park is welcoming us here uh, freely. So they're offering their space. This is a beautiful act of generosity. And uh, there's many other things uh, amongst all the things that are happening in the field of generosity is that for 2,600 years, these teachings have been uh, passed on, uh, hopefully transmitted from beings to beings, so that's a long chain of generosity of people working really hard at embodying this stuff that we'll be uh, talking about, these uh, deep understanding, and actually uh, after uh, uh, sharing them with each other. So there's a, And this, us coming together, uh, every individual here, makes it possible for all of us to be here. And so it's good to actually tune into this uh, so the, the field of generosity here. And see, as you're here for an hour and a half, what form it's going to take for you. Sometimes it's generosity of heart, you know, and it's a kind of a benevolence, let's say, to let somebody be uh, imperfect or breathe a little louder than we would think, like, or I don't know, in my case, I might not express things perfectly well, you know. Can that be, uh, can, that be can our humanity be welcome? Uh, in here. And so as we do this, you know, we offer that, but we gain access to that also. It's as we offer this generosity, we also get to feel it. Uh, and so that's something that is happening. And also the field is a field of, uh, of non-harming. And I say field for lack of a better wor- word. It's, a, it's a intentions, you know, so we're all intending not to harm each other which is quite something, like just that, you know, the gathering together of uh, people with non-harming intention is huge. That could be it, you know, just that we would spend an hour and a half in a field like that of intentional non-violence is already uh, something really uh, big. And we're going to go further. We're going to go into, uh, you know, questioning, exploring our uh, our human experience together. So this is some of the stuff that is, uh, is happening. Um, one of the effects that it could have, I don't, I don't know what's your experience, but for me it does help my nervous system relax. Like, wow, okay, so it is uh, uh, an intention, at least a safe space. You know? uh, and I'm fully welcomed here with the, all the... What are the expressions? All the, all the 
there's some words there. Other what? Yeah? yeah, voila, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and a few words on what we're actually going to do, because we're going to meditate, uh, practice meditation for, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes or so before we talk about practice more. So um, what is this meditation again? So what is this? In this uh, lineage here that we find ourselves in, maybe it, we could call it insight meditation or Theravada uh, meditation or Vipassana. There's many ways to describe uh, the mindfulness movement. Maybe we're part of this uh, too. So uh, it starts again very long time ago in Asia. And for most of its life, this body of teaching has been cultivated and nourished in Asia, and only f since a few decades has it arrived here, and uh, uh, we in the West are exploring it. So it's 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 good to be aware of this. It's, so there's a sense of maybe gratitude, like wow, people preserved this for a long time. And what is the actual practice of? Uh, it's a practice of maybe paying attention is one way to say it, but. What resonates for me? What would be a word that would uh, be meaningful for me? Maybe uh, to care. Care about the present experience. This very absolutely immediate experience. Um, and one of the things that uh, I'm, I'm very interested in these days is uh, how much I might spend time thinking about Pascal and thinking about Pascal being, about being, when I, later when I'll be over there, and then when I'll be doing this, and I have to do that and be that, and what I would like to become, and what I will be later, or thinking about the past, what I was being, doing. And, you know, so a lot of thoughts, I don't know if you recognize this in your life, we take a lot of time kind of thinking and taking care of the self, and the self can be a little bigger, it could include the family or group of beings, but we, we take a lot of time thinking, being obsessed, fascinated, certainly my case. Like, I, if you give me a few minutes, what I'll do is probably think about something about Pascal. Pascal later will be doing this, and next week he will be doing this, so he has to prepare this in order to get that, in order, and so I'll be thinking a lot about Pascal, so much so, that I might have lost connection with being. So busy preparing being and, and explaining the being that was and the being that could be or could have been, that I actually, um, it, all the space is filled with thoughts about this being. I'll do that and I'll do that and I'll do that. You know. And the being itself has been lost, so I don't even know what it is that I'm taking care of exactly. I'm too busy. Don't, don't even raise the question. I'm really too busy taking care of him, you know, to actually uh, encounter him or it or whatever. Like, you know, and plus, it's actually fascinating. I don't even need to la live. I can just thinking about the life later, today and next week and the rest of my life and, you know, and all this. And so here we are doing this radical thing. Wow, crazy. Of actually uh, not thinking about being, but experiencing it live. 
And it might already be your practice. It might be something that you're interested in. It might even be where you live. You know? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've not met many people who are actually uh, uh, spending a lot of time in being. Actually, many people don't because they actually don't know how to do this. And uh, also it's scary. I'd much prefer describing being than actually being. You know? So even if I'm not planning something, I might just sit here and say, okay, I'm sitting now, I'm breathing now. And, uh, you know, like things like this. And so what we're exploring in meditation is the actual experience of being. And this, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen here. You know, there could be many things. We could get bored because it's so, in a way, maybe it's subtle. It appears subtle compared to our gross thinking about stuff, you know. So it might be boring. We might even say, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I prefer to think about being than being. Being, being there's nothing happening. Or it might actually bring anxiety because when I actually start to just feel and not describe or fix or plan or I'm a little uncomfortable, I feel like I'm kind of disappearing. I don't know so much. So there's a passage there that might uh, uh, involve a little bit of anxiety, of uh, existential angst. Ah, what is that being? It's a little too close. I prefer to put a buffer and describe, plan, etc. You know, like the ex- or it might be, I don't know, that we'll find that actually just being is actually pretty, I don't know what, sweet or touching in some way. That it's quite unique event that is happening that I, wasn't, I had not noticed because I was busy organizing stuff that actually being is actually is, is something pretty special, yeah? So the, the kind of technique that is, uh, the suggestion that is uh, presented is that through sensory awareness, we will become aware that we are being right now. So we could think that, oh, I'm going to meditate, so I'm going to put attention on my breath, right? Have you heard this before? So I'm going to be really good at putting attention on my breath, or sometimes the teachers... They mention uh, maybe you could put your attention on hearing the sounds, the silence, the vent, just hearing. So, so would the, uh, the goal of meditation re- being really good at hearing, you know, being the bell ring, I was hearing, I was hearing so sharply, you know, or I was with the breath. I just never abandoned the breath. I was with the breath. I actually don't think this is exactly the, what we're aiming for. One way to understand it these days that is interesting to me, and it was presented over and over by a colleague with whom I, I uh, have the chance to teach sometimes, uh, Charles Junou. Uh, and uh, I like the way presented, and I've, it's been in, like it's at the foreground now for me, so that's why I'm presenting things like this. So the idea is not so much to put the attention on the breath, to be good at being with the breath, or to be good at hearing or at feeling the body sitting or whatever else it would be. The way we en- enter meditation is that maybe we pay attention to the breath because it reveals that there's somebody there. The breath reveals that there is 
some kind of consciousness, some kind of sensitivity, something, someone that can actually feel it. Do you see what I mean? So the sound would not be so I heard, I hear the sound from the beginning to the end. I was really there. The sound reveals what? It reveals that there's somebody there. That might be one of the only ways we can discover, encounter this being. You can think of it as a being a person or be this being as a verb, this being that is happening. How, how do you know this being happening? Because it's sensitive to sounds. Because it's sensitive to touch, to tingling, to hardness. Because it's sensitive to, it can notice rising and falling of the belly. Because even uh, it might be uh, happening in your meditation, because there is boredom. If there is boredom, it's showing us, it's revealing that there is someone or some being that is experiencing boredom. This is... To me, it's actually absolutely special. I'll leave it at that. I was going to say magical. And so if there is discomfort or grief or sadness or ease or calm, all these maybe could be to reveal that there's a being happening there. Do you follow me a little bit? So let's go and explore that. So being in real time, not the being that we think of, that we create, the one I will be, and that has that and that to do, that we imagine doing already the things that it's going to do. You know? But the experience of being, being revealed by what's happening in the sitting. Okay? And so I invite you to find a posture that you think you can keep without being stuck in it, you know, for 20 minutes or so, knowing that you can always move, stand up if it becomes uh, painful or if you fall asleep. And so we can ease into the meditation. Now it's not like, okay, bang, I have to be meditating right now. It's, uh, we were already alive. It was already happening. There was already the senses being uh, touched, if I can say it like this. So with the eyes closed, if we want, but open also, as good, if we want. Maybe just notice that there's a body sitting there. reveals for sure that there's beingness happening. Something, someone is experiencing the sitting. that we keep referring to and being obsessed or fascinated by. Let's have an intimate, simple, direct encounter with this being. 
It's the one feeling the hands. It's what's hearing the clock ticking or the silence or whatever else, the voice of the teacher. can become aware of this intelligence or sensitivity that is there, alive. This is what you wish to be happy. This is what you wish to be well. This is what you're working for, thinking about. It's right there, totally alive now. witnessing this feeling cognizing see if you can stay with it Abandon it for thoughts or obsessions. See if you can be with it, accompany it. feature of the mind maybe is not to think but to experience the world. Let the sounds or the sensations reveal, show you that being.
underneath the words and the preferences and the stories told. Someone is alive in there. Something is alive. It's being touched. sensitivity that is right in the middle of every experience. Even the thoughts reveal that there is some consciousness and intelligence there experiencing them. Notice how it gets uh, abandoned by habitual thoughts or obsessions. We can easily discard 
that sensitivity that is happening now and only for a time as we are alive there is sensitivity intelligence here and we might get fascinated obsessed with the content of our thoughts Today we're interested in extending the contact with the being, the activity of being or the being that is happening now. The hearing being, the pulsating being, the breathing being.
What's the state of this being right now? No judgments, just factual. Some experience of uh, scatteredness, maybe, or being infatuated by a certain story told. Or maybe there is a, a quiet beingness. Presence. Maybe it's a bored being or a light being that is happening, playful joyful, calm, or agitated, uneasy. Just discover the state of this being right now. Can that be okay? Can that be known? Can that be experienced just as it is? Thank you for listening. 
To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.